Welcome to the Nurse Leader Network Podcast with your host, Chris Racinos. Wherever you're going on your nurse leader journey, we're here to help you get there. Welcome, everybody, to the Nurse Leader Network Podcast. You know, we are heading into the end of 2020. And what time is it when we end our year? It is time for us to think about our New Year's resolutions, or for some of us who maybe don't believe in New Year's resolutions, really time to think about our strategy for the upcoming year. Now, let me ask you a question. Did you like where you were at over the past year? We have been through a pandemic and are still not out of it. We have had massive wildfires. We've had a crazy election. But where are you sitting at today? Do you like where you're currently working? Do you like the type of work that you're currently doing? Today's guest is going to talk to us about why it's important to really open up your network and what that means in terms of opportunities for you. So if you're thinking that, you know, 2021 might be the year for you to move into a new position, uh, try a new program, um, go back to school, uh, we have the guest for you. So I'd like to welcome Amelia Roberts, who's a collaboration strategist to the podcast. Welcome, Amelia. Hey there. Thank you so much for having me. So Amelia, you're a collaboration strategist. Tell me what that is. Sure. So I assist professionals, entrepreneurs who are already busy enough doing other things in life, figure out what sort of collaborations will make sense for them, what collaborations will make their life easier. And for some, this could be um, becoming a thought leader in their industry. Right. And in order to do that, they'll need to be on podcasts. They might need to be on virtual summits or webinars um, for professionals, people who have a business. It might look like finding affiliates to help sell their products or getting into influencer marketing to get more people um, to be aware of them. But in any case, it involves a collaboration. And I work with my clients in figuring out what that looks like for them. Uh, OK, so why don't we take down you know, your journey, like what, what led you to where you're at? Tell us a little bit about who Amelia is. Sure. So I was a born connector. I love connecting people with other people, connecting people with resources, finding resources that other people need. And um, I love, always have loved social networks before I even realized what it was. I remember when I was 18, 19, I had a friend who um, was moving to Austin, Texas, and I knew someone else who lived in Austin. And I connected them and they met up and they became great friends. And my friend who was moving out there was able to um, flourish and start her new life. And I just, that just charged me in a way that nothing else did. And um, so long story short, over the course of my life, connecting people, finding out who needs to know each other. It might be the matchmaker in me. Um, I tried my hand at that a little on the personal level and realized I need to stick with professional matchmaking. But in any case, um, I've always been a connector, always been someone who enjoys collaborations. And um, long story short, it's when I got a second round of student loans, um, student loans from nursing school that made me think, you know, how can I take my interest in social networking? Um, I had acquaintance with marketing and sales briefly when I was 19, 20. How can I take all of this together and make something different out of it and um, pay off these student loans quicker without working extra shifts? And that was like my goal. I wanted to, well, it's a long story, but my husband started to read Dave Ramsey and he was like, you know what, we can get rid of these student loans in two years. And I was like, 
yes, we could. And I just wanted to have a little extra income without working extra shifts. And I started to think about what can I do to make that happen? And then one thing led to another and here we are. Wow. I've had several guests talk about Dave Ramsey. That guy like changes things um, like you would not believe. But it's interesting to hear for you how it led to a marriage of, you know, two wonderful skills that you have. You you mentioned a topic, professional matchmaking. What is that? You know, that's a name that has actually been gifted to me by Michelle Rhodes or something. I think it was, yeah, Michelle Rhodes. But long story short, um, professional matchmaking is just that, you know, with a dating coach, there's somebody who talks to you about what you're looking for, what you want, what you need. And then they might help you to figure out what your dating profile looks like on any number of dating apps and maybe even support you through those first conversations, what to say, um, how to be interesting to someone else, how to attract the right people, um, all that sort of type of thing. Um, There are people who actually do that in the professional world. Um, In the professional world, they go by different names. They might be called um, a social, no, they might be called a sales development rep. They might be called a business development person. Um, They might be called an affiliate manager. They might be called, there's different names that they call it, but in the business world, in the professional world, there are people who get to know you, um, your goals, what you're trying to get, what you want, what you need to survive and thrive professionally speaking or business-wise. And they know how to make your online profile attractive um, to attract the right opportunities. And they also know how to find um, the best matches, people that you should know about, people that you should have coffee chat with, with, or as I call it, um, first dates in business, and they can help facilitate that connection. Oh, I love that. First dates in business. Oh my gosh, that makes me nervous just like thinking about it. I've had plenty of dates, uh, first dates in business where I was totally nervous and I think could have totally benefited from that type of service. Uh, why, you know, I have listeners out there that are probably thinking like, why would I need professional matchmaking services. So what type of nurse might need a professional matchmaking service? Sure. So if you are new to the world of business, and um, again, think about the dating world. If you are new to this, if you, you know, if it's been a while, (laughs) if it's been a while since you had to put yourself out there um, in life in any way, always know that you don't have to do this alone. Some people enjoy doing all of this stuff alone and by themselves and figuring it out. That's fun. Other people know that they deserve support and they want somebody who's kind of done it before, somebody who knows what they should say um, or give them suggestions about what to say and um, can also tell them, you know, this is where you should, you know, draw. um, This is where you should direct your attention. Um, Don't direct your attention over there. You might not want to go over there. You know, this has been my experience. You're welcome to have yours. It's really for people who feel as though they deserve support in diversifying their network. Um, Other people, they might not, right? They might not. They might enjoy figuring it out or they like staying behind their computer and hoping things come to them. And I don't know how that works. But in any case, other people might say, you know what? I realize that um, I need a collaboration of some sort. I need, I might need a coach or I might need to meet more people that I'm not meeting in my day to day. Um, But I also don't want to figure this out on my own. And I really don't know how it could look. I'd love to have a conversation with them. And it might not be me just because of um, my expertise in this world. I am also able to direct people where they should go. And I enjoy doing that. I love making introductions and connections, even if it's um, someone who won't 
um, necessarily benefit me and my business. I like making sure that people um, have what they need to survive and thrive, that they're at their highest level of functioning. And if that means connecting you with another vendor or another business person, um, I'm, I'm just, I just enjoy seeing a match. This sounds like it's something that would benefit uh, new grads. Like, so if you're a new nurse and looking for, you know, that first opportunity, and we know that, um, you know, a lot of nursing residencies right now are maybe slowing down because of COVID and PPE. Um, so it sounds like it would be beneficial for them. It sounds like it would be beneficial for the nurse who is, you know, not in a position that he or she wants to be in and is looking to really grow and meet other folks to find the next position. And it looks for, it sounds like it might be for those that are looking to grow in their career. So maybe they're looking to, you know, move into a leadership position or move into another um, specialty. And so it sounds like, you know, these services can really help in terms of connecting you with the right people. I always say to the folks that I'm mentoring that um, you really are going to get your next job with networking. So, you know, most of the jobs that I've gotten have not been like cold calls where I put in a blank application. It's really been like word of mouth. People have seen the work that I've done. They've heard about the work that I've done. And then, you know, I kind of get called or tapped on for new positions. And so, you know, tell me about how, you know, how networking can really benefit you. So if you're, you know, interested in having like, you know, um, these uh, professional matchmaking, you're interested in like growing your network or maybe you're not interested in growing your network, what can your network do for you? So there is this quote that I like to say, and my first, I guess, encounter with, not encounter, not my first, so my first encounter with matchmaking and figuring out that that was a thing and I was good at it was with my friend connecting her to that Austin contact. Um, when I was looking for a nursing job, that's when it also came in, um, that matchmaking, you can gain so much. And um just and what that what does that exactly look like? All right, Amelia, what does so much look like? So there's a quote that I like to share and it's from Reed Hoffman. He's a LinkedIn co-founder and he knows a thing or two about networking. Um, he says, opportunities do not float like clouds. They're firmly attached to individuals. If you are looking for an opportunity, you are really looking for people. If you're evaluating an opportunity, you're really evaluating people. Opportunities flow through congregations of people. So what um, networking can do, professional networking can do, is open yourself up to a world of possibilities that you didn't even know existed. And once you're open to those possibilities, they can also provide you a specific path to specific opportunities that will serve you. Um, I'll use myself as, as an example. I wanted to get experience. So when I graduated um, nursing school, or before I graduated nursing school, I knew that getting experience in the world world was a thing. It would be needed. Um, and I needed would need to have that because I wanted to have a different career path. I didn't want to work med surge. I didn't want to work nice. I didn't want to work weekends. I had like all of these <laughs> list of things I did and did not want to do before <laughs> I even graduated nursing school. Um, I love it. And um, I mean, I was the one who was like in nursing school, like Googling what else can you do with a nursing degree? So um I knew that I needed to have get skills that would make me um, more marketable and unique places. And long story short, I searched around, um, you know, my networks and online for places that would give me that experience. And so, and eventually, I found an externship program where they took nursing school students 
and um, allow them to be tax, hospital tax. They trained us in how to do IVs, EKGs, and all that sort of type of thing um, as, you know, nursing students. So um, when I graduated, when I, and so how I got that actually was um, when I found out the person who would be interviewing me or the person who was running the program, I looked her up on LinkedIn. I looked for commonalities to see, you know, what we could talk about. And so when I met, I was able to bring those those commonalities in and just demonstrate that I had knowledge about her that did my research. And long story short, I was accepted to that program. And um, one thing just led to another. Once I graduated that and um, graduated college and had my nursing degree, um, something similar, um, finding a job where I didn't have to work nights, weekends, holidays. Um, it was a thing, but eventually I found it by way of networking as well. Wow, that's pretty powerful stuff. Okay, so we now know that we need have to network, like it's not negotiable. What would you say are the top three strategies my listeners could do to begin to grow their network? So a, a few different strategies. Um, scan, and this sounds very vague, and I, and I wish I, it really depends on the person. So my, it, it really depends. So um, scan the world and look at people who are where you want to be, professionally speaking, right? Professionally speaking. Um, where do you want to be? Yeah, professionally speaking wise, um, does it look like being a, an instructor? Does it look like being a nurse researcher? Does it look like um, being, you know, a, a clinical or an, an administration? Right? Does what does it look like? Who has those roles? Who's actually doing that now um, in your hospital, in your community? Um, thanks to the internet now on the internet. <laughs> Who do you see on the internet that's doing the thing that you like? Um, and then, you know, a lot of us in the nursing field, we are open to talking with one another and having conversations and asking for, hey, my name is so-and-so. I really admire your career trajectory. I really admire what you're doing. I'm kind of curious, how'd you end up doing that? People love, 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 love talking about themselves. So um, that maybe that's a few strategies in one, <laughs> but um, that would be my first suggestion. Take a look and see who is you know doing what you want to do in your own facility because that's always easier to kind of start local there. And then two, um, do the similar process. You know, looking scan the world for people who are doing amazing things um, online. Um, maybe they shared a LinkedIn article about a topic that you've been interested in, or how do you find that? Um, search topics that you're interested in. Maybe you're working on a project for your school or for your work and search that topic in LinkedIn. You can put in, just like Google, you can put in a, a, a topic and then hit content and see who's talking about that. And you can reach out and say, hey, um, I'm working on a project related to blah, blah, blah. Um, I see that you just posted about this, that, and the other. I'm curious to know a little bit more. And that could be an easy way to reach out. In fact, I did that when I was in nursing school. <laughs> there was a topic in a, a textbook that I just was not getting. And I reached out to the author and I said, you know, hey, I'm in school. I'm learning about your theory or whatnot. Um, I'm just curious if you'd be open for a quick chat. Oh, my. that's so brilliant. Oh, my God. I got a PhD and I didn't even think about doing that. That is brilliant. <laughs> well, like I said, social networking, I love how people are connected to each other and how resources flow. It's just it's, all, it's just how my brain works. And um, so that's a complete thing that you can do. 
Um, another thing that you can do if you're looking to, um, you know, sort of just, again, put your feelers out and see what all is out there. Podcasts are such a wealth of information. I know that you've been preaching this <laughs> um, for a while, but they're just a wealth of information. You know, same thing. Apple, I, I'm only familiar with the Apple, you know, search um, engine, but see who's talking about that thing. And thanks to all the lovely um, healthcare and nurse-related podcasts out there, there are people who've been talking about that theme, thing. And then, then the same thing, you know, listen to it, reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I heard your podcast. And, and so that's just a few different strategies that you can use to start to broaden your network almost exponentially in a short amount of time. Wow, that's super valuable. What if, um, what if the listeners are like thinking, okay, well, those are great strategies, but I'm just starting out and like don't have a lot to offer the relationship. Like, what do what what do they do? You always have something to offer, and I I would like to counter that because um you you're as I feel as though well, um without getting too um you know I don't want to say woo woo, but because I'm not woo woo, but. Long story short, let me just say it. I, I feel like we will not. I feel like I know that we all were designed. We all were designed um, by a being that is amazing and great and grand. And I don't believe humans sprouted up from twigs and grasses. I just don't. Um, I believe that we were designed, and in that inside of that, we were put gifts, amazing, amazing gifts that you know originally we were you know able to do work for our, the gifts that were already inside of us, right? Back in the day, there weren't jobs. People were able to do services and deliver amazing things and get paid for what they did. You know, long story short, we still have gifts inside of us, right? We may not be all the way aware or sure what they are, but they are there. And you'll be surprised. People who have platforms, people who are um, in certain positions, they like to know that you listen to their podcast or that you read their blog or that you like what they shared on social media about blah, blah, blah. You know, that is the gift and value that you can offer someone else, letting them know that they're influential, right? That you're paying attention to them, that you see them. Um, if that's all the gift that you can give, that will be something that people just don't get as much as you might think they get. And so that's an easy way to add value to somebody else if you feel like you, quote, don't have anything to offer. Oh, wow. That's uh, that's a pretty remarkable strategy. I think, you know, who doesn't like being told that they've uh, helped influence you? So uh, I really like that one. That one's great. So one thing that I find in terms of like networking, I've got the networking down. Not really. I wouldn't say I got it down. OK, I'm definitely not a collaboration strategist, but. Um, I've learned how to grow my network. I've been in the field for, you know, a couple, almost two decades. My question is, after we've made that initial, you know, um, contact, we've had that initial conversation, how do we keep that re relationship going? How do I, you know, keep um, being top of mind for them? How do they keep, you know, me on their top of mind? Like, how do we keep the relationship so that it, mutually it's beneficial? Um, I love that you said mutually beneficial because, yes, that absolutely can be a thing. A relationship can absolutely be one-sided and that's not <laughs> much of a relationship. Um, or it's like any other one-sided relationships we have. It, it's time limited, right? So in any case, how can you um, make sure that you further nurture the relationship and keep in touch? Well, that's where I feel as though folks in the business world really have a lot to share with the world because they are they, they value relationships, right? In a way that 
sometimes we may not prof- personally, um, professionally, um, they have, they might have software, <laughs> they might have CRMs that help them remember, oh, it's time to keep in touch with somebody. Oh, it's been, you know, 14 days since I last talked to them. And the last time we talked about it was X, Y, Z. They have literally software that will pull up all of this information and tell them where they are with this relationship and what they need to do next. Um, for professionals, um, for you and me, or well, for professionals, I'm not saying that you need to go out and buy a CRM to keep up with all of these folks, but you may find it beneficial to, um, you know, just put it in your calendar, like, you know, check back with so-and-so again, or check back with, um, you know, last time we talked about this, um, next time let's, you know, let's talk about X, Y, Z, or last time we talked about ABC, next time let's talk about X, Y, Z. And um, I like to check back and see where they are in the world in like a month. And put it on your calendar so that you remember. That can be absolute way of you know being intentional about it because this is another thing I I believe about developing and diversifying your network with intention with with being with doing it in an intentional intentional way because um, I personally I need to guard my emotional energy. Um, I do recharge by being by myself. If you can believe it or not, that's where I get my rechargedness or energy from. I'm an introvert by that definition. Um, so when I do put myself out there or when I do make connections and when I do keep in touch with people or get in touch, um, I need to also um, know when my downtime is going to be. So I can't just be randomly connecting with everyone all day. I need to know like on Monday at this time, this is what I'm going to use to check my calendar to see if there's anyone I need to um, shoot an email to or anyone I need to, you know, see what they're doing on LinkedIn, or this is my time. So one, I kind of need to time block. And I also kind of need to know what I'm doing. (laughs) Because I can't just if I just leave it up to my, or just leave it up to the world that it won't won't happen. (laughs) So um, I definitely feel as though um, having intention around it is needed. And you don't have to, like I said, also go and buy a, a $200 a month CRM. You brought up a fantastic point around um, self-care and really taking care of yourself as you build these networks. And I think that's a point not to be underestimated in terms of, um, you know, making networking and growing your networking something that's fun versus something that drains you and and takes everything out of you. So I really appreciate you bringing up that point because I think it's one that um, sometimes we get so honed in on, you know, our, our goal and then forget to take care of ourselves that we get kind of lost in the process. So uh, thank you for bringing that up. I think it's excellent point. Of course. Yeah. I want to go back to something you, um, you touched on earlier, which is podcasting. So you mentioned podcasting as, you know, uh, maybe a, a good way to build your network. If if there's folks uh, that are listening that are thinking, you know, I'd really, I'm in, really interested in either a getting my voice out there, my name out there, or b really becoming a thought leader in this space. How would they go about getting on people's podcasts? So there's a few ways to answer that. One of the ways is sort of a derivative of the strategy that I mentioned earlier is listening to podcasts. You know, um, choosing to make a list of the top podcasts in your, you know fill in the blank, your industry field interest and, um, and check them out, you know, see which ones are of course active and still running. And um, of those, you know, which ones do interviews, some podcasts or format, they don't do interviews. 
Um, so, you know, are they doing interviews? And so that could be a question. And then if they are doing interviews and you do like the content and you do find it helpful and um, say there's topics that they haven't addressed or that you like to speak on or you think would benefit the other listeners, you know, um, let them know, you know, you reach out to the host and say, you know, hey, um, I came across your podcast. I was looking for, you know, whatever you're looking for, or however you found it. And I was really, you know, happy that I came across your podcast. I noticed that you've talked about these topics, blah, blah, blah. But um, but one topic I know that a lot of us are curious about is X, Y, Z. Would you be open to having, um, you know, me talk, speak about that? Or, or, you know, are you taking guests to speak about that topic? When it comes to reaching out and building your network, I always recommend leading with curiosity. Be curious. You know, it's not necessarily putting yourself out there with saying, I will be the best guest that you ever saw. And, you know, um, you really should have me because I've, you know, done all this thing or whatnot or blah, blah, blah. It's really not about that. It's really about being curious if you can serve them or not. And that's the way you can start to get your voice out there on podcasts, on association webinars, on virtual summits in your industry. Oh, that's a great point. And it's a great point around, um, you know, like other keynotes too, right? Mm -hmm. Like you could use those same similar strategies around keynotes. One thing I would add to that is um, don't give up after the first time. So sometimes maybe timing, you know, is not your, is your, is not your friend, right? Maybe uh, they, their slots are filled for whatever time period they have, or maybe their strategy isn't what you're talking about, or maybe they missed an email, whatever it is. But I would say, don't give up on the first try because, um, you know, I would continue to kind of ask, obviously not to the point of pestering, but I would continue to kind of reach back and see if now was a good time or if the topic aligned. Um, because I, what I do see is on some podcasts, like, you know, folks will want to come on and, and then they'll give up right away, even though it could have been super valuable, just the timing was off or whatever. Absolutely. Reason. Yes. They, uh, there's a phrase out there in the business world that um, the fortune is in the follow-up. And it really is. And, and people are busy. You know, people are busy. And I don't know what your inbox looks like, but mine, oh my goodness. And um, <laughs> emails do get lost. That's the thing that actually happens in real life to lots of other people too. So yeah, maybe your email got lost and maybe they saw it and like, oh, well, that's cool. But squirrel, right? That happens to us all. We're all human. And squirrel happens. And the next thing you know, we're doing other things and we completely forget. And then, you know, a lot of times we are grateful when someone circles back and says, hey, you know what? I don't know if this email got buried and feel free to use this phrasing, guys. Hey, I don't know if this got buried or I hope this didn't get buried. Just want to see, you know, if you, you know, if this could serve you. But in any case, long story short, yep, you're absolutely right. Yeah, we are so busy and follow up is needed. And um, and also, you know, listen to them when they tell you to follow up during a specific time. Some of them will say, you know what, right now we have all of the, we covered all of our, you know, med surge topics, or, you know, we just had an oncology, um, we just had a series around oncology topics, you know, we're not really looking for any more oncology experts, but we like to circle back on this topic every year, check back with us in, you know, four months, put that on your calendar, put that on your calendar, and then definitely circle back when they ask you to do so. Yeah, I agree. That That's a, good point too around putting on your calendar because you'll get busy too yeah. and then totally forget and it could have been like a perfect contact oh that's great oh my gosh amelia this has been fantastic oh my gosh i've had so much fun um what's next on the the agenda for you are you going to write any books on <laughs> collaboration strategies or what's next for you you know um yes that is definitely in the near future um right now i do have 
a podcast, and I use the name podcast loosely. It's a collection of voice notes slash rants, <laughs> um, but we'll call it a podcast, um, but it's called Confident Collaborations. And um, I also have a Facebook group of the same name. And yes, I definitely would like to start to produce more content around how to have confident collaborations in life, in your professional life, in your business life. Um, as mentioned before that quote, you know, opportunities do not float like clouds are firmly attached to individuals. So if you are in a place where you don't have what you want right now, whether it's career wise or um, anything else, you need to have a confident collaboration with somebody and what that someone looks like, um, it can depend. Um, but yeah, it typically is another human that you need to meet. Yeah, I I've uh, heard from so many folks, um, both in the entrepreneur world and in the administration world and in the clinical world. And they always kind of say, like, you know, don't don't do this alone. The, the number one thing that they did to get them to the next level was have a mentor or somebody there that they could collaborate with. So, um, you know, there's so many nurses. There's like 23 million nurses. There's no reason any of us should be doing any of this alone. We're here for each yes. other. Absolutely. Great. So if folks want to find out more about you or are interested in your services, where could they find sure. you? Sure. Um, they can connect with me over on LinkedIn. I'm there as Amelia J. Roberts, collaboration strategist. And um, I also have, a, I do have like a passion project um, that I need to blow the dust off of. Uh, 2020 has been a year. What can I say? But in any case, <laughs> um, yeah, um, you'll find blog posts over at thebusinessofnursing.com. Um, I definitely want to start doing um, more interviews over there, over at the Business of Nursing. That's my passion project. And my business is um, Solutions by Amelia, www.solutionsbyamelia.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amelia. It was great to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. 